Hi, this is Stacy Hyde, and we're back for another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. And over the last few weeks, the markets had recovered pretty well. They had really bounced quite a bit off of their mid-June lows. And it seemed that people were taking a breath. It seemed a little better. And then Friday and yesterday. Um, and as we record this, it is Tuesday, August 23rd. So it was pretty bad. Um, markets were off about 4% or so um, in just a couple of days. And it kind of, I think, left everybody a little bit shaken, especially with um, a lot of the economic and financial bigwigs meeting in Jackson Hole, Wyoming this week, and also expecting quite a bit of earnings announcements from different companies. But really, what does all this mean? At the end of the day, stock prices are a function of future earnings and expectations for those companies. And has a lot really changed in the last couple of weeks? Not really. I think a lot of it is uncertainty about the political environment here in the U.S. and internationally. There's a lot of uncertainty about what's going on um, in the war with Russia and Ukraine, particularly with uh, Russia announcing that they're going to take down the Nord pipeline for maintenance, which means cutting off natural gas to uh, Europe. And what does that mean? And what does that foretell for the coming winter months? The good news about that piece of it, as far as uh, liquefied natural gas, um, there is a big um, exporting hub in the Gulf of Mexico. It's US owned that had a fire back in June and it took that off the market. And so as it starts to export again, that should help the Europe with their natural gas supply. Um, unfortunately, it also means that the supply of natural gas in the US will decrease because what had previously been exported has been kept here in the US and that's kept our prices down. Um, so we may see natural gas prices higher this winter, both domestically and internationally. And I think that's something we need to be prepared for if we have a colder than normal winter. Are we gonna have a colder than normal winter? I don't know. Um, I don't think anybody really knows. Um, we've certainly had a very dry summer here in the South and now we've had a very rainy uh, last month and with more rain expected. So I think that the weather and markets are pretty similar in that you can see stuff that's happening, but it's really hard to project what has happened in the recent past forward. And it can also be very dangerous to do that because if you assume that it's gonna to continue to be wet, then you're gonna make certain decisions about what to plant, what, how to treat different um, crops and that such. But we don't really know, so what we have to look back on is the sum total of what's happened in the past. And we know that certain areas of the country in general are best for certain crops. And we also know that over time, 
stocks are going to return a greater amount over time in any particular year, certainly in any particular month, we don't know. And that uncertainty as human beings just makes us incredibly uncomfortable. And one of the things that I've talked about with our financial planning clients is that what we're trying to do is make the best decision with the information we have on hand today. Today, do we need a raincoat? Today, do we need to increase what we're saving? Or do we potentially need to decrease what we're putting in our retirement plan because we need to have a little more money for expenses that we expect in the coming days, higher utility bills, that sort of thing. Schools starting back up, or we're gonna have higher expenses, uh, paying tuition, buying books, that sort of thing for our kids or even ourselves. So I just would urge you not to make any knee-jerk decisions because of uncertainty. It's because of this uncertainty that stocks return higher amounts than other assets but you have to hold on for the long term. When it seems the old adage that it's always darkest before the dawn is very, very true. And it's true in investing too. The best time to be invested is when it feels the worst because that's when you have the highest potential returns going forward. So as hard as it may be, try not to look at your accounts too much. Trust that things will get better. Um, it may take a few months, it may take a few years, but by the longer that it takes to get better, the higher the future returns that you open yourself up to. That being said, make sure you've got enough in cash um, or money market accounts to weather any unexpected expenses because you don't want to have to sell your stocks when markets are down. And, and just try to Focus on what you can control, and that is your spending, your savings, and trying to work on not worrying too much about things that you can't control because it doesn't help. It just makes you more tired, more stressed, and we don't want that. So if you are feeling that way, um, stop watching what we call the financial pornography networks. Step away from that and try to get out and do something you enjoy with people that you enjoy being with. Thanks for tuning in. This has been another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less, and I'm Stacy Hyde.